0: What up? Welcome to a podcast of Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 297. On this episode, I'm joined by a Forgotten One. Talk about the Patreon merch shop, some music talk, moving, album talk, freestyling, more music talk, uh, lots of music shit. Uh, thanks for checking us out. with Mo What up uh back here again keeping this motherfucker going um first thing I'll get to is our Patreon which is patreon.com slash a Mo. you can go there give a dollar more a month get early access to the podcast uh you can give more be a co-producer like my mother hurricane haynes marshall the dharma initiative bear it's your boy h2.com and graveyard entertainment uh it's a super duper deal y'all should all go out there and and think about it real long and hard long and hard i also have a merch shop at shop dot spreadshirt.com slash a podcast mo if you would like some merch you know where around this uh Once awesome podcast that someday will be no more, but you can have the memories. Uh, So think about it. All right. This week, I'm calling a friend of the podcast, an internet friend that goes by the name of Forgotten One. He uh, has an album coming out here in a couple days. So we're going to talk about that shit. Um, So anyway, let's give him a call. Hello. Yo, what up, man? Hey, what's up, Mo? Not shit. Just, uh, you know, tweaking fucking album promo and lyric videos hey, uh, yeah. and stupid shit no doubt uh i've been having a hell of a time with fucking uploading lyrics i don't know if that's something you do um or where i just I- saw your team man what do you mean by that exactly like
1: are they actually rejecting your lyrics or
0: no no so um whenever you upload to your distributor so like you know for me and friends i use distro kid i believe you do as well or you do sometimes right. at least yes sir yeah yeah this, so through there, there's a place where you can click plain lyrics and you can upload your lyrics. And then once right. those are uploaded, you can hit synced lyrics. And then they have this thing through DistroKid where you like hit the space bar and you try to time it all out. Right. So that on Instagram, you know, it'll like time out your lyrics to play to your songs and shit like that, which is great. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Uh I've never worried about lyrics before, honestly, because I I what I have written down and what makes the microphones normally typically quite different, you know, like there's just a lot that happens yeah. between in my brain. And so I've just never really written them all down like that. And then I decided to do that and five, five out of 10, they've accepted, but it's things like every line has to start with a capitalization. No line can end wow. with a punctuation. And then I think I have like double spaces sometimes and I don't have the correct punctuate and they have like some algorithm that, or some program that's reading that and letting you know if it, thinks it'll be accepted by Spotify and Apple and all those other people.
1: I wonder like why the fuck they care about punctuation. Yeah <laughs> like well, why. For instance, like uh I'm
0: Southernish, you know, so like when I write I'm I like I write I'm a I M A. Like for I'ma go do whatever. I mean I'm not gonna write like I'm space A. Like that's dumb <laughs> to me. Like that's not yeah, what I'm saying. Sure. And so <laughs> Yeah, and like I don't put a G on the end of anything because I'm like I never once say running away. I say running away. Yeah, like why? Would yeah,
1: I? so I'm like, who the fuck types their lyrics like perfect punctuation? Punctuation.
0: Yeah. So anyway, that's a new world for me. True, Yeah, uh, but I did make the videos already. So I already got those uploaded to YouTube. So when those come out, people can watch them lyric videos so y'all can understand what I'm saying. Because I <laughs> something that is fun about <laughs> lyrics is uh, you
1: be rapping I, quick. You be rapping pretty fast. So.
0: Well, I think a lot of it's just, I'm done. I yeah, I, I do weird voices, you know, like or a weird inflection yeah. or something. And uh, but I've had for people sure. that I've done a verse for them, and then they've sent me back my lyrics typed of like, hey, I'm uploading the lyrics. Is this right? And I'm like, no, bro, you have like four or five <laughs> lines that are off. Like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, yeah. There's been a couple songs that we've done that I've like asked you about the lyrics. Like, did you say that? Did you say this? So. Yeah.
0: And I understand. It's just, and me and CJ talk about it sometimes. I'm sure everyone knows that Eminem interview where he's all like, people say you can't rhyme with orange, but you can, you just make it orange and then you, you, know, you <laughs> rhyme with the syllables. And like, that's yeah, like raps happen for so long. You can't just keep doing the same basic rhymes. Like everyone's heard that you do kind of have to make yeah, dude. like, I have a, uh, the word institution rhyming with introducia. You know, and those aren't necessarily rhymes, but it works, you
1: know. No, that's something like that I was literally just thinking about this the other day is like, I hate when music is so predictable. And, you know, like the first time you hear a song, you know what they're going to say. Like they like when I listen to new music and I can predict it, it almost loses me right away. So like I like when you do that type of shit, like you make a rhyme fuse together. But yeah, there's a lot of music that's just like so fucking predictable. You know what I mean? Right and I will tell my next one and then we'll get
0: all to your shit. I have some lyrics where like, I purposely don't rhyme. something. like you expect a rhyme is coming and I'm like, Nope, I'm going to use a word that just doesn't rhyme. And it's going to be so off-putting that it like
1: makes a point, you know, like, I don't know. You know, I think that's important. Cause like, we can't rhyme every one of our thoughts and what we're trying to express. And like, I just feel like when music is so what we do with it is so important that like, you, you kind of got to, you know, it, it shouldn't have to have every single word rhyme. Like, you got to be able to switch it up. But,
0: right, right. So, uh, anyway, you have an album coming out in a couple of days, and people that maybe didn't listen you last time, you know, what's your who are you? All that shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I go by Forgotten One. I've uh, been making music for like four years now. I just realized that the other day uh, I'm from San Antonio. I'm actually moving right now uh, next month to Minnesota. But uh, I've been making music, like I said, for about four years. I make uh, motivational hip hop type shit that's really just made to inspire, help people and, you know, help people that can relate and all that jazz. So Right. And one thing, only because it's an epiphany I had
0: while listening to your music, and I may have mentioned this before, but it just further seemed to like, I've always, because I myself get interested in like, what type of music do I make? Because- I don't know, I yeah, think, you know, as an artist, you wonder that shit. But I do think right. last time you were on, you talked about how you played uh, a little college basketball and all that. And it really, yeah, it opened me my eyes up to like, I think the type of music you make and you are, it's like the music that is in the layup lines. And I think right. that is perfect because, like, you kind of do hop shit. You're, like, trying to motivate people, get them ready for the game. You know, every once in a while you do, like, you're singing stuff or slower stuff. But in general, I think you kind yeah. of are, like, a layup lot. Like, that is the the hit you're making.
1: You know, you put it perfectly as, like, as an artist, I'm still, like, figuring out who the fuck I am. You know, I I really don't know, just to be dead ass honest. But, like... I can sing. I've always sing my whole like, I'm not saying I'm a good singer, but I've always sang my whole life, like anyone who knows me, me and my wife are just laughing about this. Like yesterday, I had like six coffees and I was just fucking singing all day long to where the point I had to tell myself to shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) But it's always been like that for me. So I can sing a little bit. And um, just like you said, you know, I have my basketball pass, which is like, everything to me, you know, I just went so hard with it trying to make the dream happen and make all that shit happen and um the way that does translate to my music is like I said I'm trying to like figure out how to infuse it all together but <clears throat> um I definitely love making that motivational inspirational basketball type of music because when I would work out back in the day, like I'd be in the gym every day Just like going hard for hours and hours, whether that's playing basketball or lifting weights, whatever. But like, I ran out of good music to listen to. I would just listen to the same shit. I was like, man, there's just not enough people that make motivational shit to like get me through my workout and inspire me in that way. So like, literally, when I started music and started making music for real, like that was my intention was to come in and make that type of music and and focus on that market. Because I didn't think there was enough. So that's where I kind of saw, saw my in or whatever. Right. And uh, I've definitely done that some, but like, just like you said, I, I've been trying to like mix in the singing and figure it all out. But um, honestly, man, I just want to make one fucking dope song. And I think it's going to be uh, a motivational track. Right. So like, I want to be a one hit wonder. <laughs> I don't know anybody that's made music has ever said that, but I literally just want to be a one hit, just make a fucking classic, like a. I of the tiger type of song. I don't think I can make anything that good, but just make one. Uh.
0: I think the perfect song that you're kind of at least hitting at and you might not know it is Joe Budden had a song called Pump It Up. And that is his only hit yeah. ever. And now Joe Budden <laughs> is still famous as fuck today. He has a podcast. He right. goes in and I mean, he does a verse here and there Then he's not like a bad rapper at all. But like Pump It Up was no. like a fucking stadium hit that had nothing to do with any of his other type
1: of music. You know, it was crazy. Right? That's exactly yeah. true. And that's funny because I used to be a big Joe Budden fan back in the day. Um, I had one of his mixtapes from way back in the day, dude. Like when I was in early high school and that shit was fire, dude. It was so good. You ever listen to his like mixtapes from back in the day at all? Yeah. I mean, anything from
0: 2001 to 2006, i like listen to everything. Like it's hard for people to understand. Like okay. when you have Napster and LimeWire and all that, like if it was up oh, there, yeah, yeah. I was downloading it. It was going on a CD. Um, Joe Budden. Right. I had some songs I liked, but I never like loved Joe Budden. You know, like for whatever for sure. reason.
1: Yeah, so for whatever reason, some dude uh, gave me a mixtape of his, and like I just fucking loved it. It was so good, dude. Yeah. I would love to listen yeah. to that again. Obviously, I don't have any, like any CDs anymore, but um, yeah, he definitely that pump it up shit was classic. But that was that was pretty much it for him. But yeah, it's it's funny he's still relevant with all the shit he's doing now. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, it works, works out
0: for him. Um, so uh, yeah. why are you moving or like, what was your uh, thought process
1: there? Well, I don't know if you know, but like Minnesota is almost like my second home. Right. Um, that's where I did my like college basket basketball, mainly out there. And that's where I met my wife as well. And she has all her family out there. Right. So that's the main thing, man, is we're in Texas. We've been in Texas and San Antonio for, um, I think like five years now. And we have no family here. Right. It's literally just us. We have friends and stuff like that, but, um, it's just tough to with kids, you know, especially like we can never go on dates. Like we, we go on dates like once or twice a year. Right. So like that shit just sucks. You know, it's hard on a relationship. You have to be doing shit together. Like, so the main motivation is for her to be with her family. Like that's what inspired the move. <clears throat> and, um, the fucking weather here is just too much, dude. Like we can't go outside for more than like 10 minutes. Dude, it, do shit. it's horrible like i mean oklahoma
0: it's so bad. is similar in weather to texas um you know we yeah. get a little colder in the winter um so we have a little more of like a variation but yeah it's fucking it's brutal man when it's like 100 plus uh i'm not made for yeah. it i tell people all the time like, yeah. i would love to fucking move yeah where would you move to you think um well here's the thing oklahoma's cheap as fuck so like it would it yeah. would be quite um, like a shocking experience to go from like pain, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> to you know this crazy. Go to like, California or some shit. Yeah, like I've known many, many people have moved to California from Oklahoma. There's a lot of people that have family there, and Oklahoma and California are connected through the Great Depression for some reason. Like the Dust Bowl, mm-hmm. people all moved from Oklahoma to California, and some people moved back, and mm-hmm. like that's where my family's, uh, my mom's family's from, and all that. Uh, but like, yeah, a lot of oh. people move to California and Colorado, and they move back very quickly. Cause they're like, I couldn't afford that shit. That place was crazy. Um, so yeah. I, dude, no joke. I, I think I would just want a, whatever, um, a cold version of where I'm at. Cause I enjoy the cold, you know, that does not bother me. I would, I'm sure hate it when I first got there, but I would get used to it. Um, so yeah. I'm like an Ohio's probably like, so maybe I'm just thinking cause <laughs> of the O's, you know But I'm like, how much different is Ohio than Oklahoma? And I bet it's a little colder.
1: Yeah. And just move to another O state.
0: Yeah. And just keep it that way.
1: Um, I have this song. Along. Yeah, dude, have, you ever been to,
0: have you ever been to Minnesota? Uh, no, never.
1: Yeah, dude. People don't realize like Minneapolis is like the dopest city I've ever been to. Like, I fucking love it. I love it so much. Obviously, the winter is just so rough. It's so bad. But um, you know, like for me, the That's reason I Timberwolves though, so that would suck. Oh God, I know. Yeah, I never became a Timberwolves fan, even after living there for a while. But you know, back in the day when had what do you say? They have cool jerseys. Yeah, their jerseys are sick, right? But uh, back in the day when KG was on them and uh, fucking who else is on that team? Marbury. Like Sam shit. Yeah, Marbury. That was, that was like the only time they were good. But Which is surprising because they've had all these good-ass rookies and just never made Dude, shit. Dude, I've <laughs> never
0: – we'll veer to basketball for a second. I've never believed in Carl anthony Towns. And I know I didn't have a podcast when he was a rookie. Really? Uh, but I've always been like, I just don't get it. I think he stopped. Yeah, I mean, and I know people say the soft thing just, or if, like, you're a defender of him, you would say that just happened because the Butler thing. But just even when he was in college, like he was funny. And I remember he had, like, the Carlito or some shit. Well, he had this whole thing that was, like, kind of funny when he was in college. But I remember being like, oh, yeah. yeah, but that doesn't seem like he's going to be, like, the best NBA player. Like, oh, he shouldn't have that <laughs> Yeah, attitude. I guess people
1: predicted that one, right?
0: Yeah, but, I mean, it could all turn around. You know, he gets one good guy, and all of a sudden, he's great. And yeah, man, he's got amazing talent. And- Whatever I, I gotta quit talking about basketball. I gotta not buy that goddamn basketball game this year. Uh, oh yeah, I saw that tweet as well. St- the struggles. um all right, man, so <laughs> you got this hook album coming out. um, how many tracks is it?
1: Well, did you listen to it?
0: Yeah, listen the whole thing, but I don't remember uh what the total <laughs> number was. Oh, well,
1: yeah, I had to make sure you know i I texted you last night to make sure, but <laughs> um, so we got three skits on there, and then I thought uh, there were seven four. tracks uh yes you're right so there's three there's three voice texts and then one little one at the end if you remember
0: did you listen um, to it that's what i'll say what's that so did you listen to it
1: <laughs> yeah maybe not yeah like 50 times literally already but i'm trying to not listen to it anymore just so i can be like high oh. more hype for release day that's where i'm at right but, now. Uh, like if i could just not listen to my album again that'd be great yeah so how how often did you listen to uh internet friends three before it dropped um how many times should i ask (laughs) i mean i listen to that one a lot it's hard it's different because i'm
0: i mix it all and everything too you know so like if you're Mm -hmm. counting Mm -hmm. the mixing it would be like the
1: hundreds of times fuck man you must have been like so tired of it but but yeah anyways uh yeah 11 tracks in total so four skits you were right about that one uh with seven song right on uh yeah so
0: i i think the i'll just say the highlight is the last track this last get i think it is so like i literally laughed out loud but i understand yes
1: dude yes that's what i wanted to hear i fucking love it so much but i also understand that i
0: am in that twitter sphere you know like i think people that yes. are in it they it'll they'll be like what the fuck is this like why is this included I know. but if I you're know. on I twitter no i thought share. it was pretty funny
1: Dude, I laugh every time I listen to it. Shout out to Marcus, the man, the coolest dude on fucking uh, Twitter, who's always supporting everybody, just had to do a little something to give back to him. And he was cool enough to jump on the album and make the little track uh, at the end, which again, I just think it's, it it literally makes the whole album for me. And just like you said, a lot of people won't get it, but I just don't care. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's fine, but
1: yeah, yeah, great. and I shouldn't even say a lot of people who the fuck knows is going to even listen to this shit, but whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean, you got to just not care anymore. That's where I'm at. You know, something I've been harping exactly. on a lot on this podcast is the problem with social media is all of us artists are just friends with other artists, but you want all <laughs> the other artists to be fans, but yeah. you're, you're. I honestly think yourself. my whole
1: fan base is artists, right? <laughs> artists and robots.
0: And so it's, it's like this weird, like, I'm just trying not to care because I do think we spend too much. Like, I don't care if anyone else makes music and you don't listen to my music or you don't like whatever. I understand. Like, I don't even hold that against anyone. Like, you're making your own music, man. Yeah. I hate all kinds of fucking music that people think is <laughs> great. <laughs> so
1: like, you're just a different uh, yeah. mindset or whatever. But um, yeah, I think dude, music is just so subjective that like, honestly, if you really think about it, taking music personally is like immature. Right, well, just so you know. a perfect example, and then we'll get back
0: to your album. Is uh, like our homies, yes, our homie CJ, he's on your album, so we can talk about that. Uh, I'm yep. sending this beat a long time ago or a while ago, and was like, man, I love this beat, and I can't really, I don't know if I'd be able to pull it off, but I might do a verse to it or something. So here's this beat, and uh, he's like, all right, I'll kind of mess with it. And this morning, he actually sent me something he's working on, and it's like my favorite thing he's ever done. Like and, really? like, yeah. like and i really i'm like and i get it's like done and i'm like bro this is so good but i think it meant more to him when yeah. i said that because i don't lie to him about his other songs
1: and be like right. oh this is the best shit you know I'll, but like this I was like no bro definitely. like for real <laughs> so yeah definitely and that's like you know um just for anybody that's real about music and real about feedback is like when you get that honest feedback from somebody that's like, yeah, that shit is all right, and then they tell you they really like it. Like that's, you know, that's that's what really counts because you know they're being honest. Because I just feel like, especially with having such uh, or so many artists that support you, like we're all gonna say, oh yeah, it's cool, it's good, right. blah blah blah. But like, there's only a certain amount of people that'll give it to you straight, you know?
0: Yeah, and it sucks. And I mean, like, I I understand. I hate when people don't like my shit, but then. when you spend as much time on a project sometimes you're just so all in you're like
1: i don't care i mean
0: like it's fine man don't have to like it Uh,
1: yeah that's true that's how i feel about my album right now i really don't give a fuck who likes it who doesn't obviously like i want people to like it and listen to it but like i'm i I love it so much that i just don't care exactly how you say and
0: uh i don't know who i brought this up with a few weeks ago um but someone, some artist called in. Like I don't remember now at the moment. It's all blurring together. <laughs> but I would say, like I did quit rap music for like four to five years. And during that time yeah. period, the only people that heard any of my mixtapes were me and my few friends that owned them. You know, on burnt CDs, and we still yeah, liked them. Yeah, exactly. And uh, <laughs> but like so, so at some time you have to think. I think as an artist that like you are maybe just making this for you and your friends for someday when you you do retire or quit or whatever you know like that might happen like yeah. and so make something you like Crazy. you know don't want to look back at some shit that you're like and this one I was copying this other song that was popular then you know or whatever like I just think you should
1: just try to enjoy it yeah totally agree I like when I first started making music I was doing it for my kids I was like you know in the future if they hear this what would they think what they would want what, or how would they feel about it and now I kind of let that go but um i don't i don't think about that enough like it's just an interesting thing to think about 10 20 30 years like this music's still gonna be here Yeah. you know so uh it is you know it kind of makes me nervous like damn i need to make sure i'm making quality shit (laughs) uh, whatever
0: yeah same like with this podcast like someday i might quit this podcast but i feel like i'll try to save all the files and then I don't know if I'll ever have a kid or not, but if someday when they were definitely <laughs> old enough, it'd be like, you could
1: listen to all my stupid fucking thoughts from. That that's way. like amazing, though, you know, that's like when we think about it's like some crazy you know, diary like, shit. Yeah, it's like diaries, you know, for our parents, just, you know, my parents, for example, like I don't have a lot of stuff that I could go back and like know who they are, understand them, but like music and podcasts. Like that's like you couldn't pick another way to understand somebody better than that. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So it's a weird it's yeah. a weird new world. Yes, it is. For sure. Uh so what is your favorite song on your album? Ooh, good question, man. Let me see. Honestly, dude, I, I don't know. Like I, I, I like all of them for sure. I think uh probably grown is my favorite one uh with TN and Joe Y. Yeah, I like I just I like that song yeah, a lot. Uh,
0: it's on the next music episode, and we'll play it at the end of this one as right. well, because I just have the file already. And um, yeah, I think I think the vibe, it reminded me of, so like Dr. Dre uh, had this group called Black Street, and they came on No Diggity, which y'all may, people may know. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was my favorite song in like fourth grade or whenever it came out. Oh, yeah, that was a banger. Dude. Uh, I loved it. And so anyway, there's something about yeah. Grown that reminds me of that era, that New Jack Swing sort of beat era or whatever and i don't know why but to me i just kept getting like it has like a certain distinct uh smooth jazz hop vibe
1: yeah that's dope i would take that vibe any day of the week um yeah it definitely has that kind of like throwback vibe and both the dudes that are on it are hella young Uh, i think Tien's like 21 joe Y is same type of age maybe younger so they're both super young dudes that have like that old soul type of flow but like still works today but Yeah, the whole beat is kind of similar uh, to that as well. But yeah, I just love that track. Uh, I'm not exactly sure why. I just think it's dope. Um, Let's see. And then uh, apart from that, I I do love the last song, the, the Don't Give Up remix with Elijah Kyle. Just cause that's like my, well, of course that's the one verse I do spit on the album, which is probably why I like it the most, right. but uh, <laughs> it's like, it's my style, like the motivational type shit, which, you know, pretty much the whole album is motivational, but I'd say those two are probably, probably top up there. But um, I, I think there's not too many misses on the album in my own opinion, at least for me, um, especially with all the verses, dude, like, I still don't know who my favorite verses are. For sure, I, I can't pick. So that's what I'm interested to hear from you. But uh, to me, there's like barely any misses on the verses. So I'm very like, I'm super impressed with all the artists that just did their fucking thing. And um, it just worked. Right. I would say
0: the verse that stuck out to me when listening, um, and not just because they're homies, but Brad Sir X. I thought his yeah. for some reason just... Uh, maybe because it was so different than some of the other ones and his,
1: he just went hard as fuck too. I really like his verse too. Right. And his
0: voice comes in like at a higher pitch than normal or something. I don't, yeah. There's something like he does a little different than where I like, at first it's like, Oh shit, Brad's Um And then I do think it's your boy right. H2 kills it. I mean, I think he snaps on his as well. And he's
1: fast, uh,
0: but like he, he has that style that he does, like on all of his songs, like his next one on our next music podcast is another one that's, you know, it's like there's so much to going on, you know, like the way he raps and stuff. And so yeah. like, I think it was cool to hear him on a collab where, it, you know, you got a taste of it. But maybe it wasn't like the whole song was that, you know, so I think that worked pretty well.
1: Yeah. So those two stuck out to you the most. Anybody else? Though?
0: Uh, I mean, say those who probably stuck out the most. I would say the song. Um, let's see. Within Sight, I believe. I think that beat, if you would have sent me that beat, I'd probably be like, all right, I'll try to do it, you know.
1: Are you sure you're talking about the right song? I just want to make sure so I know. Is it well. like
0: the real chill, uh kind of lo fi sort of beat? Am I correct? Um
1: there? it's towards the end. It's like yeah. literally like I call it like the outro. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. I would say
0: because that's like kind of the vibe I've been on lately, like with my own shit. Like um so. something that um uh, Speaking of Brad, we talked about him a moment ago. I sent him, uh, like, I have a Spotify playlist with just all the songs I'm fucking with at the moment, you know, like mainstream or whatever. And he was listening to it. And then he's also heard my album coming out because when I was finished mixing, I was like, hey, just listen to this and make sure nothing stands out. It's horrible. And uh, he he thought it was super funny. He was like, you can totally tell you what's on your playlist. Just make decides what you make, you know, or what it like. I'm that's just funny. like a filter for like all the music I intake and then, you know, whatever I make as yeah. a product of that. And so I do think like what you listen to affects that, you know, and I've been listening to a lot of like Code of the Friend yeah. and uh, this Curtis Roach, like a lot of real chill fucking hip hop. And so that's kind of my, my vibe I've been on lately, I guess.
1: For sure, man. Yeah, I think there's definitely, you know, what we listen to the most, you know, is what inspires us probably at least some to make music. So I can see how that, you know, comes down that way. So, yeah, hopefully there's a lot of Lil Wayne in the next album coming out.
0: Yeah, (laughs) well, he's about to drop three albums out here. And if that's the case, then yes, that's going to be, I'm just going to do a whole Lil Wayne it's gonna be called the White Little Wayne, and that's be the name of the album.
1: Do you still fuck with his uh his new music for the most part, or whatever he's been doing? I'm not like a huge little Wayne fan, but I don't listen to everything because
0: he'll do like a verse on any pop song, you know, and I get it, make your money, you yeah. know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So I don't listen to all of them. Uh and honestly, most of his collabs in general, even with like new rappers, and again, they're paying you money, and like he inspired all these people, right. but they're just not my shit. Um, but like yeah. uh what was the last thing that came funeral? Like I thought funeral was dope. I mean, I thought that shit was great. I um, mean, you know, I don't even
1: know if I listen to that. So I'll have to check that out for sure.
0: Yeah. I would mean, uh, I like, I know Scotty, I think Scotty's the name of it. Cause it was main name yeah, of Scotty Pippen. Uh, like that song was on my favorites playlist for a long time. And mama Mia was on it. So like, there are certain songs that still come out and I'm like, God, oh, just, I love little Wayne. I can't help it. Like, you know, that just, he's been yeah. my favorite
1: for so long. And he just put no ceilings out last year, right On everywhere
0: yep that is true and those ceilings i still say is the best mixtape ever um but also i I think a mixtape is like you spitting on other people's beats because i grew up in that era like i know yeah that's how that's how it came
1: that's how it started
0: right but i do know eventually basically just like a kid named is also a great mixtape but to me that's just kid cuddy's first album before he got signed you know like it's right i don't know
1: no i hear you um i wanted to say something i forgot what it was never mind yeah keep going uh, yeah so um back to your album your album stuff uh yeah. is
0: there or do you have a plan to make another hook album i know brad told me a funny idea he gave you for your next album <laughs> which i think is not that bad uh
1: dude that's a dope ass idea to make a verse album <laughs> yeah where it's all verses yeah i just i i I think it's a great idea. It's just I I don't think that I don't see that in my future. Right. That's something I could do because that's
0: the yeah. verses are the easy part, I think.
1: Yeah, you can take that if you want to take that title and run with it, all yours, my man.
0: Well, I'm gonna get a little kid picture of me and it's gonna say the verses album. It's I mean, be that's direct. pretty much what
1: Internet Friends is, right?
0: Uh yeah, it kind of is. Uh so pretty much. Yeah, I mean I do a verse on every song. So it's like a verse <laughs> yeah. album. And um yeah, I'm trying to i was debating if i was gonna do internet friends for or not but it made me enough streaming money that i feel like i have to or three did that i have to do for oh, and uh no i don't have to but I'm, I'm probably going to i have some beats ready and i'm gonna maybe be a little more selective um the last couple i've I've yeah. sent out emails to everyone and then you just sit around and waiting for people that never right. send anything back and then um yeah fuck that I don't know. And then I'm not the best mixer person. You know, there was a couple of verses on the last one that, you know, I I just couldn't mix them, but we'll, we'll get there. You know, I think my next album people, some people at least will be impressed with the mixing. You know, I know uh, people have told me like, Hey, it sounds really good. But then again, maybe that's just because I it's new. You know, sometimes when you hear new shit, you just think it sound, sounds good. I know I go back, listen to my old shit. I'm like, Oh, that's not mixed good at all. I don't know why I thought it was. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could relate more, but I'm not in that. Sphere that producer sphere, but right. Let me ask you this: Do you think you would ever have somebody else mix your shit? um I've had a couple people. I'll be honest, no one's. I've never oh. had anyone do
0: it good, not good enough that I put <laughs> it out. I just go back to my mix. Yeah, um, I've had for some sure. people. Like, yeah, I mean, I've had people old me to like, somebody,
1: to like somebody really good to like mix all your shit.
0: Right, like I mean, if someone was like great, but I've had people that are like, hey, you know, I'll do a few for free just to show you what I can do, and they send it back to me, and almost everyone just makes it louder and nice. like. That's not the same. I mean, it it yes, louder always sounds better, but I can turn my volume knob up to make it louder. And then so a lot of times people I think are charging you for for just turning a volume knob up. Not everyone, of course. There are people that are that definitely know what they're doing. Um, but like friend of the podcast, omniscient Art is so valuable. Uh he like hits me up, he's like, Hey, try this plug-in. And I'll try to like, oh my God, this is changing my life. Like I've this will be my <laughs> third time now mentioning it, but fresh air. Like the whole reason my next album sounds the way it does is because it's fucking plug in called fresh air that makes your vocals just sound so crisp. And has like kind of like that, that airy crispness in it. And then I'm like, Oh my God, this is like a cheat code, man. Like I've been telling and everyone your new album
1: sounds like a lot different then.
0: I don't say a lot different, but I, I a lot more, my vocals are a lot louder than normal. That's another kind of wave I'm on. Like every album I'm listening to lately of my friends, I'm like, just turn the vocals up. Why are we hiding our vocals yeah. behind these beats? And I get it because I've been there and I've listened to my old shit. I'm like, why are my vocals not loud enough? And I do think that's a big thing that, just in general, uh, us quote unquote underground internet rapper people, because the beats are so cool, we're like, we'll turn those up and you can barely hear us. So I'm like, fuck that. Turn your vocals up, or at least the high end of them up to like kind of cut through the beat, or I don't know. Yeah, that's
1: some real shit. Oh, and I, I remember what I was going to say before, if I can interject real quick. Of course. So you said with insight was your favorite song right the funny thing how we were talking about music being subjective is like that was the one i was the most nervous about <laughs> like well, getting people's feedback yeah i would say it was my favorite beat uh, i don't know the favorite oh, song favorite okay. uh, oh you already said that. okay so you got your two verses and then that's your favorite beat and then what about favorite song then
0: uh i mean that one would be pretty tough i mean because no options is full of people i'm friendly with you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I like that one. one right? um, I think, <laughs> I think till the graveyards, good as well. Um, very hype. It's just you did send that to me before uh, it was done, but it was just I don't think I could right. match that energy at the time. And um, so, yeah. I mean, probably one of those. I mean, origami is the verses, or I mean, it's it's good. They're all good. You know, I don't know. If, I guess one didn't necessarily stand out as an overall song, uh, but just yeah, that that beat and then those the two verses, you know, stuck out.
1: I think that's the interesting thing about the album is like, I don't want to sit here and like boost it all up, but like there, there's really not like a standout song. You know what I mean? And maybe that's just like how collab albums are for the most part. I don't know. But like, I don't know how to put it. It's like, maybe there's, I think it, like, I don't want to say it doesn't have playback value. Cause in my opinion, it does, but like, all the songs are like solid, but there's not I don't know if there's one that's like crazy. Over, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like
0: album cuts versus single. Like, I think in general, when I make music, I don't make many singles. For some reason, it's just yeah. not the way my music works. But whenever it's all together in a collection, you listen to it together. You're
1: like, oh, I get it. You know, I kind of get yeah, the vibe. I mean, and- yeah. And that like that's like... That's the what I'm exactly what I'm saying. Is like the only reason that I dropped singles from this was just to get the streams up. You know? Yeah. And also and also promote the album, of course. But um same for me. Nice. Like the ones I dropped were not like, oh, these are the best. Like I don't want people to think that if they do listen, that I dropped these singles because they were the best. Now, I did like groan personally the best, but um, you know, the, the whole the whole purpose of dropping those singles was just picking a few songs that I felt like would help promote the album the most. So it's not like these were my favorites, this and that, but you know what I mean. I would argue on my next album, the two singles
0: I'm dropping are my two least favorites, <laughs> which I think is so funny.
1: Really? <laughs> uh,
0: so what's the purpose of that? What's the motivation behind that, then? Uh, The first one called Running Away. Uh, I just already had the art made. And when I first made it, I liked it a lot. And I was like, this will be the single. And uh, there's something. <laughs> you overplayed it. Yeah. And I played it way too much and I overmixed it and then I'm like, this is shitty and there, but there's something about the beat that's like kind of hyper and out of control, but it's still like an old classic piano. So like, I don't know, something like ADHD ish about it that I like really connected with. And
1: like, uh, are you, are you excited for release day at all of those?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think some people will <laughs> lock them on up. And like I said, so we have homies that'll play it, you know, get those streams up. That's what they're all for. Hop it up. Um, so the first yep. one you know that that was kind of wise like I, I originally was like this will be it and then i just overplayed it and then the next one called foreign whip the premise was so funny i mean i i've never made a song like this before where i sit here at my microphone a cappella, and did the hook and then i made a beat around that like i pitched down my voice oh, and i did all that because i was like that hook's so stupid that i think it's gonna be funny and then
1: so it's like a funny type
0: song or yeah kind of i mean it's got like one funny joke that the whole yeah, thing I saw the, I saw
1: the album cover and i was like this shit's gotta be like there's gotta be some humor behind it yeah
0: yeah exactly i mean it's the the, the, the humor is that i drive a foreign whip if you're counting a toyota which most people do not you know they think of exotic cars but toyotas yeah. are not made in america or they weren't you know i think they do have some factors oh, now funny. and so and yeah then the art was so funny that I was like, well, I'm gonna make this a single because I fucking spent the time to make the artwork for it, you know, and it's your big ass head poking out. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, and then the fact it's like so like my car's like I'm way bigger than that compared to my car in real life. (laughs) Like I just photoshopped it all like and people won't get that Um, that the Photoshop is purposely bad. Like the circle's off center, the car's not cut correctly, uh it's a nighttime photo in the background, but the day photo of the car,
1: it's great. Yeah. yeah it's very funny um okay so real quick i do have a couple more questions for you from the album you pretty much covered everything i asked but um who do you think was the artist with the best hook um does elijah kyle do one on
0: the forgotten on the don't give up remix i can't remember
1: no it was Um,
0: only me then then i guess you that would be
1: you yes and uh worst hook probably also you yeah Okay, I'll I'll take that on the chin. Uh, Okay. Did did you, (laughs) I
0: I know because I've talked to uh, Brad and CJ, uh, I know that both of them let me know on their song that you re-recorded your hook. And there was, uh, so like, did you re-record every hook? Because they all do kind of sound similar.
1: I re-recorded every hook. So I had did a couple in the studio before I had my own setup, uh, just to get them done to give to people so they could start working on their shit because... We know how CJ is, for example, but, uh, you know, I was trying to just get things rolling. Right. And so a couple of the hooks I did, in my opinion, were just so fucking bad. (laughs) They were so monotone and I was rushed, so on and so on. But like they were not good. And so um, when I was recruiting people for the album, like I think I think a couple of people that I wanted initially heard those and maybe did not want to do it or just didn't think it was going to be good. And my whole attitude now is like fuck them. Like they didn't see what could have been. Fuck and me. I don't even care. What'd you say? Uh, I said fuck me. Like, you know, <laughs> nah, nah, because no, nah, th- that just came down to the beats, I think, for yeah. you, right? But and a whole like I understand for people that like it wasn't a fit, but like right. Anyways, um, yeah. So I did re re record all of them, I believe, except for like uh the last song with Elijah Kyle that was already done. Um and the ones that were released as singles were done, but yeah, pretty much all of them, um, I, I re I redid because I have my own setup, I have my time, and like I said, the the initial ones were just pretty fucking bad, and uh, I think I cleaned them up, made them a lot better with the work put in. That my producer obviously helped out as well, but uh, it's funny just because like. I guess it worked out for the best because like the people that I feel like believed in me or believed in the song got on it if it was a fit. And um, they all fucking did their thing. Like I said, man. So uh, I'm very excited. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to change it. Like if I could, so. Right. But I did want your ass on the album. So I'm a little bummed about that, but you know, I understand. And, I can't say I didn't put in the effort to get you on the album, so I'm not gonna take any blame on that one. Yeah, that's totally my fault. And uh, eventually, we'll have something
0: maybe in the works. I have it on my little sticky yeah. note on my computer. So
1: yeah, I listened to that shit the other day. I think that shit could be pretty dope.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, I told Skinny on one of the podcasts he has to write a verse to one of them. Uh, yeah. So he's, I think, you know, gonna get hopped up for that. We'll see. And uh, can he spit at all? Can he? Can he rap? I mean, I don't want to be racist, but he's black, (laughs) you know. So maybe, and uh, (laughs) I don't know. Has he ever done? He has. He has never in front of me. Um, Never freestyled in front of you. But I do think he. I think he does rap some because him and his homie Blackout, who's been on a couple of music podcasts, who's this Indian dude who don't fucking th- talk at all, he's like a DJ. And uh I them two have said stuff when they get in their little best friend giggly mode and uh, you know, they drink a lot. And uh where <laughs> they reference like maybe they do rap a little bit, but they never do it in front of me. I feel like there's this sort of like they, i don't know they don't want to do it in front of me for some reason i don't know that's a weird thing to to think but for some reason that's it just where my sounds like is.
1: oklahoma it sounds like oklahoma in a nutshell yeah man it's uh <laughs> it's weird most people
0: i mean i've heard a lot of people rap and uh so i, I mean a lot of people think or try to you know but ra- freestyling and writing a song are so different and people don't understand until you've done it you know
1: so. oh yeah and that's dude that's something i was thinking about recently too is like Dude, I I don't freestyle. I don't practice freestyle. So I'm like, I was wondering, I was going to tweet this out. Like it doesn't matter, but I was like, look, if you make hip hop, like is it, does everybody that makes hip hop, every artist in that genre have to be good at freestyle? Uh, I don't think you have to now. Yeah. But I feel like that's like, that's how they, they make it seem like, you know what I mean?
0: Well, I think for me when I was growing up, yes. If you couldn't freestyle, right. I was going to judge you. And And I did, and I and if I find out you had a ghost rider, like when I found out Diddy had a ghost rider, I lost all respect. I was like, (laughs) what the fuck! Like I just couldn't understand, I couldn't believe it. You know, just blew my mind. But now I understand. You know, things are a little different or whatever. uh, And it is what it is. But like, I don't freestyle much anymore. But I'm glad that I, for years, I did. You know, and they weren't necessarily good. But I do think it helps develop your flow. And then even like my album coming out, there's definitely parts where you know, I only wrote so much and then I might've freestyled off the end of it and something stupid, but I'm like, fuck it. We're leaving it. You know, it's so like, I still freestyle every once in a while in, in a song. Um, but it's just to be like, or to have like an organic fun moment. I do think you kind of have to strategize and plan stuff. Now, if you're like a Jay Z type, cause some people claim to be where they just memorize it all in their head without writing it down. That's still writing to me. I don't mean you're not physically writing, but you're mentally writing it down, which is different than freestyling. Like, to me, yeah. freestyling was always like, you don't even really know the next thing you're about to say until like right before you say it. And maybe that's an unrealistic yeah. expectation, but that's how I always did it. Like I would sit that's there. And-
1: exactly. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to go to, though, was like freestyling these days. Like it's not freestyling. Right.
0: Right. Yeah, I agree. I call mine. If you will see, I'll say like a free flow, because to me, that means I wrote it but I just picked up this piece of paper and I'm now f- I'm, I'm making up the flow as I go to this beat, you know, if that makes sense. And I think that's a a term that makes sense. And I can do that. I can grab any one of my verses and spit to any beat. I just find the BPM and yeah, I'll figure fair. it out. And,
1: uh, um, what I was going to say, uh, is like, people can go post, <laughs> on social media and be like all right check this new freestyle out and it's all written dude like yeah and that's like standard and i don't get that like what is the difference between a freestyle and you just writing some shit and spitting it like it just it doesn't make any sense to me
0: well and, um, the definition changed. it basically the freestyle now means here's this verdict i wrote and i'm gonna spit it over a beat you know and that means freestyle yeah. which is not
1: yeah that's not fucking freestyle like that's what i'm talking about is like I look, I get that. Yeah, you should be able to like recite your shit. Yeah. But that's not. Easy. I think, I do
0: think we were duped though. Like, to be all fair, like, I used to love. Uh, BT's Rhapsody the Basement like so when I finally got a satellite, no,
1: all it must have been written
0: yeah so like and they were I mean there's proof of it so like Lil Wayne goes on there and he fucking murders it right and then a year
1: later You're right so I think we were all duped back then honestly like all those dudes were doing that and we just didn't know
0: yeah yeah so like Lil Wayne spits these verses and I watch you know I downloaded them on Napster and had them on my computer I just watch them and then like a year or two later the Carter two or three would come out, and that verse would be on a song. And you're like, "Oh, uh, he just recorded it, and they held it for that long." You know, like, and they all did that. You know, like I remember Cameron had a great one, and Tig Tig was the only one fucking freestyling that motherfucker, and that's why he always kind of sounded subpar because he was like, "I'm back with Tig," and the ba-. you know, anyway, he had his whole thing. He would do,
1: yeah, Big Tig, yeah, yeah, he was the one. Yeah, he was probably the only one freestyling back then. But yeah, that shit was so dope. I missed that watching those. I mean, I rushed home um. from school. I was like, I got to watch it gotta watch freestyle yeah yeah that's awesome yeah i miss shit like that but um yeah i think the whole definition of freestyling has completely changed like yeah if if your shit's written yeah you should be able to recite that at any time but like it's probably only that like parties or random shit like for me back in the day like i would just like after going to the club like being out in the streets just like going crazy like literally just meet up people start see people rapping and start rapping like that and none of that none of my freestyles back then were written like, or just hanging out with friends and be like, all right, let's put on this beat and all just spit. See who can do it the best. Like none of that was ever written. And like there was moments where I would just go the fuck off and I was like, man, like where the fuck did that come from? But, uh, these days, like, I don't, I don't practice like random moments in my car. <laughs> I'll just try to spit some shit and I just laugh at myself. I'm like, God damn, you just lost it so bad but uh yeah it took me a know. while to get
0: i've been beat you know, i put like some beats on a cd and i'll just put it in my car and uh you know kind of sing along to them you know to try to come up with hooks basically because i'm so shitty at hooks um and that's yeah. the way I, it really <laughs> helps me because i can come up with like if it comes to you natural it's probably better and it, it is my my thought at least when, when a hook is concerned you know if you can like just hear a yeah. beat and if something kind of comes to you i do think that's how you, you the creative process starts or an easy way for it to start um, but yeah, yeah I, I can't just kill it for 32 bars,
1: but you used to go, you used to do pretty good, right? He's like, oh, I know yeah, you said yeah. that was part of your whole startup. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be just in the bar, uh, a bunch of
0: white and black folks around and, uh, yeah, you would just fucking freestyle and everybody would be circled around you thinking you were awesome. No one could probably hear you cause the music was so loud. Um,
1: <laughs> so but, let me ask you this. If you heard Mo right now back then would you think he's pretty cool or no <laughs> um i probably would not uh like i mean the first time i
0: freestyled in a bar in public um in front of anyone actually i never freestyled in front of
1: badass just to get up there though right like you'd respect that guy at least uh yeah but i looked
0: pretty douchey you know i had like this giant mohawk when i was you know oh no 19 uh but it was like a faux hawk, like a year before the faux hawks took off. Like I just had this, I wanted a mohawk, but I wouldn't razor shave this out of my head. So I was like, we're just not going to do that. And, uh, but my mohawk was like a foot tall. It was stupid. Right. And, um, (laughs) so I had that for like a year and then I was at this bar with a, a neighbor of mine who took me and this fraternity was there that I eventually joined and they were all trying to rush me, which just means they want you to join their fraternity. And I was like, if y'all have anybody in here that could freestyle or out freestyle me, I'll join. And they didn't, but they had some people that tried. And then I wrapped oh, yeah. and I was fucking scared to shit. Cause like I said, I'd never rapped in front of anyone before. And I, I, I rap pretty good i mean i don't know i probably it was probably shitty you know but at the time everyone acted like it was good i guess around me and like i was yeah. like pointing at people in the crowd i'm like and i'm trying to get head from this red bitch and you know and pointing at people and shit uh-huh. like you know like, i was like really feeling it and uh then like when i was done it was like 30 minutes later and i'd been freestyling like the whole time like just non-stop <laughs> like,
1: 30 minutes later.
0: And like also one of my big strengths, and I, I know this now because I have hundreds of freestyles still saved um, on my computer. They're horrible. I won't let anyone ever hear them. But um, <laughs> that's how I know I really wasn't going off because I have evidence of the shit I was saying then. And it's not that good. It just everyone was into it and people were feeling you and you were feeling yourself or whatever.
1: Um but oh, I don't Wait, know. you reached for 30 minutes straight?
0: Yeah, because, like, for me, if I fell off, I fell off. Like, so if I just didn't know a rhyme, I'd be like, and fuck it, fell off the rhyme. I'm coming back harder next time. And, you know, you would do oh, some wait. shit. Like, That's so
1: crazy.
0: Yeah, I, I, I didn't, it didn't bother me. Like, I didn't have this sort of egotistical, like, I missed the rhyme. I had this, like, oh, well, we're taking another shot at it, you know? Like, and were I think that really up?
1: helped me. Were you fucked up, like, drunk?
0: Oh, typically. Yeah. I mean, I would always, always have been smoking beforehand for sure. And then, yeah, we're, I mean, I was, especially when I was in the fraternity, um, like even being underage, like they would just give you pictures and pictures of beer at the bar and then we would get there early and claim a keg. And so like, and then when I also got the fraternity, it, it really increased the swagger because like i'm not a violent yeah. person or whatever but you do all of a sudden you like this gang mentality and like i've been in many bar scenarios where like someone steps on someone's shoe and all of a sudden 30 people are jumping two guys and you're like on the team with the 30 people and so like you start to feel oh, like yeah. like invincible in these scenarios which i know is fucked up i mean to anyone <laughs> listen you're like what a fucking douchebag um, but I will let you yeah, know I, mean, I made fun of the douchey ones, you know, like I was part of the counterculture yeah, yeah. in there, but um, <laughs> it gives you a different feeling, right, like where you're like yeah, in actually. a bar, like you might be really talking some shit like you're <laughs> running to, you're running shit there yeah, much. and then my my favorite thing is uh my homie l v uh, who's doing life in jail for fucking ever. But he played on the football team uh, in our college here. And so he would take my CDs up to there and he would play on everyone. Some people knew I could rap, but other people didn't know it was me. And so we would be at like parties with um, like mainly all the football players. And I'd be like the only white guy in a cypher. And I'd be like, I'm going to go last. And like a couple would be my homies and they would just be like, all right. And the other ones wouldn't know. And so when I would go last, it would always be like, somehow it was perceived as like a joke on the people that didn't know. And I don't know why, Like in hindsight, trying to think back to it, I'm like, I don't know why they cared, but they'd be like, oh, fuck this. This dude really can't rap. And like, it was like against them. I don't know. And I was like, what? I don't see
1: why it's a bad thing, but I just would always. So, play. What was your style back then? Were you like, were you still making like funny, funny rap a little bit? Or was it all like, I'm the shit? Like, what what was your style back then?
0: Um, I mean, it's probably just all oh, I'm the shit. I mean, that's how freestyling works. Uh. <laughs> I mean, pretty much and that's kind of still my style a little bit i mean i i hide it with some yeah. uh self-deprecation stuff like that but um well, you got know, like good punch lines that are like funny at the same time right you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so i've always enjoyed punch lines because i love little wayne and he's the king of punch lines and uh yeah and
1: he's funny too so
0: yeah and so like i was always just going to use sit there you think of your first few lines Um, You know, first few rhymes, if you will. And then you kind of go off that. And then I was also I was so aware of rap music that like, for instance, DSR was one of my favorite groups in high school called the Dirty South Riders. They're out of Dallas. But like all these dudes I rapped with, they were just stealing DSR lines. So I was really quick to like call them out on it. And they'd be like, fuck. You were actually doing some real shit, and they were just stealing lines. Right. And so, like. How do you have to respect that? So, yeah. It's <laughs> so like my first line might be like, um, like I see where you are. You must spend all your time listening to DSR. And they'd be like, oh, shit. He's got to, you know. <laughs>
1: oh, and a, shit. And Coming in on that real shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember funny.
0: I did try to challenge a guy who came to perform at, at the bar once. He was this little oh, no. white guy. And I was like. Uh, oh. And me and the whole whole fraternity Fucking Oklahoma, man. The whole club man they were trying to get him to battle me and they like his manager refused and uh um, <laughs> it's a good move by management yeah it was it was funny it was fun at the time but in hindsight i feel like a douchebag about it
1: yeah he's probably just wanted some attention that, right. uh, <laughs> <gigantic>. <laughs> yeah yeah Hey, so I got uh, uh, one more question for you over here. So shit. what were your real thoughts on the skits on the album? Um, Apart from Marcus's amazing part. Right. We're all, uh, all going to love that. I mean, I think Marcus's is great. I think yours, <laughs> because
0: I'm so familiar with the the Marginal Mathers LP, I can't hear a voicemail without thinking the Marginal Mathers LP. So they oh, have to be like shit. really I mean, good. Yeah. And uh, I do think yours seem a little forced like it's obvious. Yeah. it's like it's not it just seems more obvious that uh, whoever your yeah. producer is, you're leaving the message. You're not really, you know, um, but it's hard yeah. to pull that off. And then I do think your producer's uh, response, I think it was supposed to be kind of angry. And that's the way it's supposed to be. But it's hard. It was hard to read the first time, you know, hearing it of like, wait, is he nice or is he mean? But I think I understood the premise of it all. And like I said, it marks as
1: great. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the whole point is like, we're just trying to get the message across and uh, it definitely was a little forced, a little rushed on my end, especially, but, um, yeah, yeah. That was my first skits. And uh, I was literally just reading it off just to get it done. And then once I heard, I was like, yeah, it's good enough. At that point I was like, just trying to get this shit done because it's been like almost a year working on this shit. Right. In total with everything. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad to hear it wasn't too too bad. But the whole point was like, I, obviously, it's very corny. It's kind of, it's kind of intended to be like corny and kind of dumb, in the same sense. But like, there's a real message behind it, and then like, it's also intended to just make fun of the whole me and the whole idea as well, which I I enjoy. Right. So like, I still laugh every time I hear it. My wife, like, she's obviously listened to it a bunch. Like, she'll still like that corny, but like, it's kind of funny thing so like i think (laughs) in the hip-hop realm like it's not gonna fit in too well (laughs) but hopefully people won't like care too much
0: yeah i used to try to do skits on some of my mixtapes and uh, it was just always so hard to connect like because to you they are funny you get all the humor um and that's like when i started like oh comedy is an art form too i guess
1: (laughs) it was hard to pull it off Um, yeah yeah it it probably is and like i said i did rush it a little bit so i don't think it's bad it just that was my yeah yeah, me either me either um but yeah it could definitely be better when most said.
0: don't listen to skits i mean they might listen a couple times but then they're gonna skip them and go on just listen to the songs
1: yeah i know you mentioned that before that like uh any album you listen to you uh what do you do you like mute out the skip essentially i mean yeah you can like you can just there's
0: a thing that says do not play this song again so like, oh, okay. uh, like if you're on Spotify, there's a heart and then there's also like a no sign, You like the no smoking sign. Yeah, I've
1: never noticed that. That's crazy. And if
0: you hit that one um, and maybe there's an update that done away and you got to hit the three dots now, but there's a way you just like don't play this one. So, for instance, I like mentioned a kid named Cuddy earlier. I think its first song is just the like uh, Dolby surround sound noise and like telling people to shut up in a theater. And then the song two is the song. So like if I come across that, I'm just be like, well, I don't need to listen to that five second thing Where I'm just that, where's the uh, i don't listen to it again button let me see if i can let me pull up spotify I, it's been I'm a while
1: spotify, i was looking for it just to i'm and just curious I, I
0: just know there's also uh one that says never play this artist again and then you're like oh, shit. oh yeah and cause i've accidentally bad, done that one before too uh and i'm like really bad for the algorithm yeah well someone's like why aren't you have you heard my new song my like, bro you haven't come out with a new song and then i was like oh i blocked you blocked you Whoops. sorry about oh, that man i don't yeah let's see i can't see it in my <laughs> playlist here i don't
1: know i'll figure it out well they used yeah, to have yeah, a version yeah, just
0: you could do it that way
1: but, oh i got one more question for you so um with the album um and i know you you just heard it so it's probably hard to like ah, decompress it if you whatever. hit the three
0: dots underneath like is hide this song and then that'll just let's make see. it where they don't
1: hide this song it's not show i'm on this uh little wayne album is it on the album? Oh no. Uh, like if you go, I don't know, I went to the song and
0: then from the, you know, the playing feature hit the three dots and
1: then anyways. Uh, so yeah, I was wondering like, um, with the album, what were kind of the things that you liked the most about it? What would be some things that you would change, um, on the album? Um, I would say
0: because I've been thinking of mixing a lot lately, uh, I would want all the vocals to be louder, like I mentioned earlier. Like, maybe not all, that's but funny. a lot of them. I mean, I think, like, Gone is stood out. There's a few, like, the bass just seemed to overtake them, but, again, that's because I'm thinking of mixing. Yeah, um, yeah, I, that's I, a good point. I do think, again, production side, uh, people need more beat dropouts. Like, there should be parts at the end of the verse <laughs> where just no beat, and then when the beat comes back, you're coming back with it. You know, moments like, like, one more... Sure. more
1: dynamics i guess um, yeah we did that a little bit on grown but i think that was like maybe one of the only records that had beat drops right and i mean these aren't huge
0: issues or whatever just if i had to throw out no, throw out little things um also I yeah think, no i like to hear it honestly
1: I, I do just for me
0: yeah i think more than seven songs um for yeah, album, just, for, just, for well, the for the term album I, mean, I think seven is technically an album but it's like the bare minimum uh you can right. do and uh Uh, But I mean, really just further exploring it. I mean, I think if you're going to do a hook album, something I try to do with like Internet Friends, not that you have to, of course, the same thing, but let's have some variety. And you did have some, but like, you know, try some weirder shit that you would never rap on, but you might be able to do a hook for because, you know, you're not even rapping on it. Maybe some other people are. So I could just see making it even crazier as far as the diversity of the type of songs.
1: For sure, and I think our, the theme I was going with is the motivational shit. So I, just being myself and what I try to do, but um, yeah, I think that'd be dope for the next project, doing something like that, right? Well, Switching you, it up a little bit.
0: I mean, I will say because a lot of people are like this uh, that I have on here. You know, like you, do, you just know what kind of beats you like. Like all your beats do kind of have a yeah. a certain uh, yes. something connected to them.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. You mentioned that it's it's really true. <laughs> yeah, and I mean for me like.
0: I for instance, I sit around I'm like fuck I want to just rap on a modern hip hop beat but I don't ever find any I like and I don't know how to make them I guess you know like the super 808 heavy minimalistic shit you know and I try to make them Uh, but then there's other times where I'm like you know what I do like shit that sounds like uh elevator music with some simple drums and then I make that because I know that's what I like so you know sometimes you just have to lean into what you know you can do.
1: For sure. And that's like, for with you, I think one of your strengths is how diverse your music is. Like, if you listen to the last uh, Internet Friends album, Internet 3, or right. Internet Friends 3, so, like, it's so diverse, dude. Like, there's everything on there, you know, so. Right. And I will say, on my
0: next album, uh, I am trying to lean into Uh, different style like the fact that I can do like slightly different styles and different voices and you know like I don't have to sound the same every time Um, and that is something I've always struggled with because I do think most rappers do try to always have like their sound like when you hear Kanye that's Kanye because that's his voice or whatever Um, but I'm like I don't know fuck it let's just do some weird shit so I'm I'm slowly gonna try to get weirder if possible
1: yeah, you you've done that. I think I think personally a fair amount, especially again on the last the last album. Right, a lot of different flows. Like the one that sticks out to me is um, the one with uh, what's her name, uh, Emte? Yep. Yeah. And <laughs> every time I hear that song, it just cracks me up with the big mama's house line in the beginning. But uh, yeah, your flows, your voice is way different on that one. Right. Yeah. Exactly. For so that's what I'm trying to do. So and, um, and people fuck
0: with that one a lot, right? Uh, yeah, I got. I mean, it's probably like the fourth or fifth most played, something like that, which is good, because, you know, anything with Soko on, it's yeah. going to be number one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> absolutely. Or Sir Nasty. Well, he wasn't on it, right?
0: No, fucking, he wouldn't, didn't make it, but he made the remix, so it's all good.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he uh he put a bunch of your beats on his new shit, right?
0: Yeah, I sent him, uh so when I go through some beats, you know, I've sent some people some beat packs in the past, and I was like, hey, I'm going to send one to Sir Nasty, if that's cool, and they said sure, and I knew he makes a lot of music you know so i sent him a bunch yeah. of beats uh but they're most they were mostly older like ones that had been oh. in my beat store hadn't been selling but i'm like these beats are awesome and i don't know i don't think anyone ever bought them because they're they they look so That's old. so dope. you know so i took awesome. i took them out of the store and i remixed them you know changed up some stuff and then i sent them over and then i didn't even know he'd done it you know and then they recently sent me um three songs that he did we'll play them all in the music episodes and yeah they're all awesome everyone is fucking awesome so
1: so dope yeah yeah i definitely heard the, the uh eight to the mo tag when i listened to the album which shout out to sir nasty graveyard all those cats uh the album was fucking sick man i, I really liked it and i'm about just saying that to say that like i really enjoyed it but did you hear the album uh, I have heard the
0: what's on Spotify, and I've heard you know my songs they've sent me, but I haven't heard it on Bandcamp. Right? I need to fuck with Bandcamp. Yeah, bro. you should. You definitely should,
1: bro. It's it's dope.
0: Well, I uh I have my original my first album on Bandcamp because I took it off streaming sites, and I was like, well, I'll put it up somewhere if someone really wanted to hear it, uh, but I just haven't put you know any of the internet friends stuff. And really, the reason I didn't was because there are so many collabs, and I didn't know.
1: How, yeah, the, how the splits
0: and all that worked on, on Bandcamp. So I just didn't mess with it. For sure. Yeah. All good. But someday maybe I'll figure it out.
1: Yeah, I still I don't really fuck with Bandcamp too much these days. I got a profile on there, but it's from a music I dropped like four years ago. So Too fucking lazy. There's just too much social media. I'm just like focusing in on Twitter and Spotify. That's about it for me. It's just too much, dude. I just don't care anymore.
0: Right. Well, honestly, I mean, not to be too depressing about it, but like, I just don't i don't have success on social media and i mean maybe i should just keep trying but you know i see other producers and they'll put a clip of them playing you know like their melody for a piano roll, and they're getting like six thousand views in like a few days and it's shitty like i'm not trying to be mean but like it's just not good right and i'm like i'll post like a full beat and it'll get like six views for like the whole day and so i'm like i just i don't know something i'm not doing right or maybe i'm just not in that community and
1: I don't know. I think maybe like th- they had some back backing from some artists, some good artists. Like I think it just comes down to your reputation. Like I don't really know, but like that's what I would just think or imagine. Is like maybe somebody said, "Oh, their shit's so good," and then they get that reputation, and then when they put out a beat, everybody needs to hear it. Some shit like that. I mean, I, like I said, I don't really know, but it is very interesting right at the end of the day, especially if it's not good it's like what the fuck well and at the end right. of the day these kids, listen, the, these kids today love stupid shit so maybe that's just what it is
0: right well as long as i'm still making a profit on the beats i'll keep doing it um and then if yeah, i ever yeah. don't then i'll just liquidation sell it i guess or whatever so we'll figure it out you know what <laughs> we'll just have a liquidation sell of every beat you know <laughs> offered up or something sure. hit me so. up
1: if you do that so i can snag a few for a yeah. little discount
0: there well, I'm going to pretend it anyway, so I can get rid of the old stock, I guess, and then I'll come Oh, did back.
1: you hear the uh, the other song I made? Um, like the Headhunter?
0: Yes, I listened to that this morning. So did it suck? Or? <laughs> no, it's cool. Um, I believe I'm supposed to be doing a verse on that. Is that correct? I didn't, well, uh, I was thinking to have you on the other one. Oh, okay. Well, I just want to make sure before well, I try to write I was well, like, Because I already did two verses on that one. Yeah, but there's that moment where there's a beat switch up and I could see Oh yeah. I could see coming So that one
1: I was like thinking it. to drop as a single. And what I was thinking for that last part was to do like um you know that like breakdown melty robot voice at the end where it's like the screwed up type yeah. shit. Yeah. Just putting a hook there at the end. Cause like I, I don't do three verses anymore on my shit. Right. But um yeah, I was thinking for you and Skinny possibly to jump on that other one. And I I'm not sure if Skinny's gonna like really make a verse. I don't know, but like at least having him on there to like do the intro or say some shit and then you doing a verse on there. But we can figure that out, obviously.
0: Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll write skinny a verse. We'll tag, we'll go back and forth, old school hip hop style. That'd be tight. No, nah, that'd be pretty difficult. Uh, my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite songs right now is called Bang Brothers or Bang Bros. And it's these two guys tag team in a beat. And it's so good that I'm like, God damn it, I got to find someone I can go back and forth with. And I no nothing against other rappers, but like, I think you just have to have the right, voice and the right other rapper for y'all to be able to pull off a back and forth, you know, two oh, bar, two yeah. bar, two bar thing. And I'm like, like I got to find it me. Yeah. Exactly. So, anyway, everyone go look up this fucking Bang Brother song. I'm gonna pull up I'll give y'all the artist name right now just to
1: I'll have to check it out, dude. I, I like shit like that and I think Red Redman are the best when it comes to that uh, but Shy
0: Gray, spelled G R E Y, so Shy Gray and J Plaza. yes called bang bros and bros is b-r-o money sign and it's so good it's like one of my favorite songs at the moment so
1: is it uh you said s-h-y shy gray yeah oh bang bro okay i see it at the top awesome i'll check that out
0: yeah yeah, um and we'll play your song (laughs) grown here at the end of course okay awesome uh do you think uh you and skinny could do that (laughs) uh i've never heard skinny rap so i mean it's impossible to say
1: yeah, why so why hasn't he rap for you? I don't get it.
0: I don't know. We'll have to, you know, be That's so funny because he's
1: so out outspoken, but he won't rap.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, I wouldn't I mean, sing in front of someone that could sing really well. So uh, maybe he thinks well, I can he was rap.
1: Saying rap really well, asking.
0: No, no, I mean, uh, I don't. But he comes over and he'll be like, "Hey, I memorized your verse. I got it down." I'm like, "That's awesome," <laughs> but like, it makes me feel odd. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and shout out to Skinny. I love Skinny. Seems like like the coolest dude. Probably, like, like we need more skinny information because he's always, like, promoting other people. But I want to know more about him.
0: Well, uh, get us a questionnaire, and uh, we'll get him on the podcast yeah. and ask whatever y'all need to know about him. Yeah, that'd be right. That's what I say. But, all right, man, we're out of here. All
1: right, no doubt. Peace, Mo. Thanks so much for having me, bro. All right, peace. Later. You could have only known What I would come to be When I was broken You
0: can never know what I was growing to be I can never go alone, I'm bringing family with me Something like Tommy figure on my team I want it better and they told my ass to be realistic I want to overthrow the boss, they think I'm super sadistic I'm willing to pay all the costs, I could not be a statistic This music's what gon' set me off. this music's what I've been gifted Like open up the door, go get my post, I'm bringing them with me Passing time smoking big blunts in the daytime. fucking with the drugs at 14, no date line. Saw a studio at 19. Got a late prime. 22 and 9, kill these beats like a hate crime. Doin' the competing shit, we flaming them up. Sure, we working as a team and look what we making up. What it is now is what I thought would never be growing up. Got me forgotten one and Joey, this can't miss this one. I
1: couldn't tell you why. It's so hard for me to say goodbye. Only known if you wanna know what I would come to be, it's when I was what? Ain't nobody seen it coming. Caught a beat and kept on running. Through the scene, no stopping, Talking thousand, get a hundred. For the money, it something. Also clean and super cunning. Bitch, love you love it. Gold figure count. Six figures. See how many people tryna to add to your picture. Kinda crazy. So much pressure. Gain seven, I'm the starting pitcher. Whoa! So down, let me take it back when they ain't believe I tried to tell them, but they just couldn't see And now they hit me up, bringing fake energy I peep, game on the low, focusing on the road Trying to chase all my goals while I stack on my goals Sound like I'm a pro Yeah, I flow with ease, I guess they wouldn't have known No Mac Miller, but they see that I'm I'm most dope, yeah I could tell you why But if you could, if only know.